Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. K360 Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to a J360 Mini Bite, hosted by J.M. Brady, and I'm your host, J.M. Brady. So let's get into it. <laughs> How's it going, y'all? It's time for another week. Ah, J-Man's here to help you get started. After all, I should say, have no fear, Jay is here. He said it when I was a lot younger. I don't know why I don't say it nowadays. But I think that usually happens before all the mayhem gets started. And speaking of mayhem, well, I don't know. How do you all feel about it? Because uh, it seems like old Bunker Boy done got involved again. He signed an executive order on police reform. He's demanding police reform, after all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Considering this is Trump and considering how his um, relations are with, uh, you know, culture and multinational culture at best is very, very screwed and obtuse. This ought to be good. Now, if anything, he'll say that it's all about police reform and, you know, a call to um, heal the community. At the same time, you know, it's really just about protecting the police. You know, more or less, he's over here talking about, like, setting up a database regarding tracking potential hires with history of abuse and having mental health professionals accompany, you know, accompany them to on, like, different cases such as, like, um, drugs, trafficking, and... All sorts of um, all sorts of other issues, as I'm reading it up on um, USA Today. The, the problem is, he also said that he met with the victims of nine victims of different families of uh, police or racially motivated killings. But here's the thing: while he was at the garden event, none of these people were in the audience. None of them. And then also it said that they would create federal incentives through the Justice Departments for local police departments that seek independent credentialing to certify that law enforcement is meeting higher standards for the use of force and de-escalation training. He noted that the standards would include banning the use of chokeholds. Mm-hmm. Even though we've been arguing about that for a while, but still, this is coming from him. It said, especially controversial tactics, he said, except if an officer's life is at risk. So you mean to tell me from the people that said that from the people who can go ahead and plant guns and knives on you, which has happened in Baltimore, which has happened in actually a lot of multiple multiple uh, different cities out here, that if they feel as though their life is on the line, they can utilize the chokehold. Huh. You see where like things start to get blurred up, right? You see, like, where you start to think, yeah, uh-huh. it won't. Have, it doesn't take them long to utilize that tactic, especially if they're trained to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, technically, the hold where, like, the hold where George Floyd was killed from was supposed to be utilized where you put the knee 
upon the upon the assailants or the suspects shoulder blades you see what i'm saying you're not supposed to put it on the throat or in the neck there's a difference between the lethal and the non-lethal and so far you know we're, we're seeing that a lot of uh mainstream america does not know what that is uh pardon if i'm touching the mic there for a little bit i'm not in the studio right now i'm actually out and about in the street yeah right like i like this is a good time for me to be doing this right but hey i'm on my own land so i can just enjoy myself but even then that doesn't matter because i gotta keep an eye and see if karen chad and steven aren't out here hopping around because you know even though there's a curfew in play which by the way it's indefinite far as we know and speaking of which, a mural for uh, fallen Delaware State Police has been uh, defaced over here. Somebody went ahead and painted Black Lives Matter on it. I was like, hey, do what you got to do. Get that message out there. And you see the thing about this database, right? In order to track like when officers have been terminated or decertified or have been criminally convicted for on-duty conduct or face civil justice judgment for improper use of force, it said that the information sharing related to use of force complaints would not apply in instances where a law enforcement officer resigns or retires while under active investigation related to the use of force. It emphasizes that the database would only track episodes in which an officer was afforded a fair process. The hell? So in a way, it's not even gonna. It, this isn't even gonna solve anything. And then also, there's the qualified immunity, which is a legal doctrine that advocates say shields police from liability. And the White House has called a non-starter for any reform measures. And also, you know, he's been um, denying and um, avoiding questions dealing with systemic racism. You all know systemic racism, right? That one thing that actually is a problem and holds back a lot of minorities from making it. The one thing that tries to keep black people down. Mm-hmm. Especially when they know that they're fighting against something wrong. Which is what we're trying to do. You see, at the end of the day, it's about accountability. It's about reform. I already laid out what defund the police means. In episode 155 of the J-Man show. You know? Like, we, we could be doing a lot better. I, I don't know what it is with this country sometimes like i love being an american there's no way or shape or form that i'd like to trade that away but i'm not blind enough to see that you know there's a lot of problems around here we need to work on we need to get rid of this political red tape we need to get rid of this red lining around here communities need to be empowered communities need to be treated with a lot of respect there should be no reason why i'm walking out in the street always looking over my shoulder and crap not just seeing that, you know, other people that don't like me trying to start some stuff, but the good old government trying to find ways to, um, you know, screw me over, try to cap me or one of these other things. You know what I'm saying? Over nothing. Because once again, see, this will never end. It's going to be an ongoing problem because even though we put it out there, even though we shine a light to this stuff, there's always going to be something done in an obtuse way that doesn't solve anything. And what's going to happen is they'll say that things have been reformed, but not so. Like, there are some people that are trying to find a way to keep, uh, you know, lynching legal. There are some people out there that will do what they can to try to silence anybody. Matter of fact, an activist died not too long ago. Mm-hmm. After a sexual assault. 
Now, I'm wondering how they're going to handle that because they're already handling what happened in Atlanta in an obtuse way. People are like, oh, if you didn't try to grab the officer's gun, you're going to get... It's like, you know, at the end of the day, there's still some more circumstances behind it. I think the video came out for that one. And you see, it's kind of hard for me to get involved in it, but I'm going to get involved anyway. Because, uh, you know, like I said before, it could be me on that list. It could be anybody I know on that list. It could be any of my family on that list of, you know, legalized murdering. And the truth is, it's like this. I can understand, you know, certain, you know, I can understand, like, if there's somebody that doesn't care and willfully do a crime and just try to make somebody, you know what I mean? And try to, what can I say, um... Trying to put it, like, I know what I want to say, but it's on the tip of my tongue. You know what I mean? Try to maim or kill other people or try to disrupt the innocent. You know what I'm saying? Just try to find a way to destroy um, status quo in a way. And you see, the problem with status quo, much like the talk in town, people will do what they can to preserve it. If you feel comfortable in a time like this, you know, that you might be part of the problem. This has destroyed your worldview in so many ways. This is why, like, the whole thing, like, Blue Lives Matter exists. Even though, at the same time, those Blue Lives Matter you're talking about, they're strictly a uniform, and people can take off that uniform anytime they want to and go do what they do. There's a lot there that needs to be done. Like, when you file a complaint against an officer, that complaint needs to be followed through. And then there's a lot of circumstances where, like, this whole immunity, it, it never gets brought up. It never goes anywhere, you know? The whole Justice Department is a joke. It's corrupt in so many ways. Now, sometimes the system does work. Sometimes there are good things that come out of this, but it's very slow and painfully annoying. And sometimes, and you know what's really bad about it? Those people that feel comfortable about it, they keep thinking that in the end, you know, justice was served. The job was done. As soon as the sentencing went through, that was it. It's never going to end. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that you got to keep an eye on, make a strong case about, try to, try to fight this whole thing. Why do you think there's been a lot of protesting going on? And since things are starting to die down a little bit, a little bit. I've noticed that quite a lot of supporters are saying, well, my job's done. I don't have to do it anymore. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. Like, everybody knows about the whole romantic part of the struggle. You know what I mean? Like, when the people are fighting back, you know, the National Guard's called in, and at the end of the day, like, you know, there's still that whole tussle between the two. Like, the people versus its government. But when that stuff dies down, that's when the real fighting begins. Because it's all about what happens next. And then every day we're always looking to see, can things be done a little bit better? Or can things get a lot worse before it gets better? Or are we all just going to forget about this and talk about Krona again? Which anyways, you should be talking about Krona regardless because it's not done with us yet. If it ever will be. And there's just a lot of stupidity going on and a lot of unaccountability. And even with Trump involved in this, as he should be, and he act like he, why he needs to get involved. And he was also talking some mess about Seattle, too. Mm. 
because there's a lot going on in Seattle as well. But you know what I mean? Worldwide, the nation needs to heal, but the nation can't heal because there's a problem, an obvious blight right there. And there are people that try to turn a blind eye to it. And then there are people out there that want to get involved just because it boosts their credibility. And then there comes a lot more of the people out there that really want to make change and really want to put a stop to a lot of this social injustice going on. And at the same time, some of those voices aren't being heard. You know what I mean? I mean the ones that really want to put a stop to it all. And it just makes you wonder, where do we go from here? And I say that a lot. And I'm always looking at this every time I'm working on something or each time I'm going to the day job or even when I'm doing my real job here at J360 Productions. I'm always thinking that, like, where do we go from here? And if you feel as though you got to speak, and, it, it, and whatever side it is that you're on, just note that you're always going to have opposition for it. And we all know where I stand. We all do. Because <laughs> if you don't, well, I'll tell you. I stand with Black Lives Matter. I stand with equality for all. I stand with the idea that, you know, and as I say equality, I don't mean the equality that people can manipulate and use for their for their own devices. I mean like equality where everybody has a shot and a chance. When I stand for those who actually are about something that are actually going to work out with the best interests of all. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that it's hard for that because there are people out there that think one way or another they're doing the right thing even though the evidence and all the um, track records going around show otherwise. And even, you know, while doing this show, I just um, look at this and I'm like, this this is not beautiful at all. This is, <laughs> this is not the way I wanted 2020 to go, you know what I mean? But I've also said that 2020 is a wake-up call, which I think got shadow banned because I called out social media for its BS too. And I'm going to have to keep doing that as well. There's a lot going on right now regarding our communication devices. Um, Korea just recently, North Korea just recently did something. It's too much stuff going on, man. And I can't cover all that in a 15-minute show. So this is where we're going to wrap up for now. It's a, it's a sign of what's to come for the J-Man show, most likely. And that's coming tomorrow at 9 o'clock. So I'll see you all then, okay? This is the J-Man signing off. And in the end, figure out how to clean this mess up. Because so far, just, we got a ways to go. All right, this is J-Man signing off. Peace, y'all.
Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's golo.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com.